All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news, we stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media, on YouTube. That's how you're going to get to catch us. Hope to see you Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now it begins. Hello and welcome to the Nerds No Media podcast here on uh, Phoenix FM 92.5. Uh, my name is Kevin and everyone introduce themselves. Hey, it's Bryn. Hello, it's Kian. Hey, it's Sarah. It's Katie. And Lisa. Woo! The first time we ever did that pop properly. Well done, guys. Yes. <laughs> and with the full, fa- with the full family, the whole fellowship. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Where nothing can possibly go wrong. That's the first thing that's ever gone wrong. <laughs> I think you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable there, Brent. <laughs> what a, that's a mild thing. He's getting eaten by... My- What's the Springfield Gorge? <laughs> Springfield, Springfield Gorge. gorge. <laughs> uh, I can jump. Hey, Bridge, jump the Gorge. gorge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't feel like I've, been, I feel like I've been, never been closer to you than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay, so the rule on this is uh, we're not going to talk about Star Wars or else nothing will happen. Yeah. So we're going to go start the timer like, until we'll Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. So yeah. we're so we're going to go into Simpsons season two, which yeah. I enjoyed a lot. I'm really liking yeah. the fact we're doing this because it gives me like my my guilty pleasure is to watch a season of The Simpsons in a day anyway. So mm-hmm. fact, oh really? Yeah, yeah, because it's like relaxing TV and I don't need to think about it, so I just have it on in the background. But now mm-hmm. I have like a reason to watch it, and I had it on my Skybox, but it was gone. And I was like, oh my god, the one time I actually want to watch Simpsons is not there, <laughs> so I had to reformat a hard drive and you know. Pure theoretically, for educational yeah. purposes, of course. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> um, you definitely watched it on yeah. Disney Plus. I definitely yeah. did. Yeah, same. I definitely did. Yeah. It's you horrible. could have legitimately watched it on Disney Plus and illegitimately on the whole other bunch of services. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing about Disney Plus is they horribly butchered the show. So it's like, yeah, yeah. no. You know, How do they yeah. butcher it? They cut out loads of random jokes, and the aspect the aspect ratio really annoys me. So at least I get to watch it properly through oh, other means. Ratio problem. Oh, I haven't noticed yeah. any any jokes. Being <laughs> they fixed, put. If they, anything, they fixed a lot of the aspect ratio issues as well. Have they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That was only at, that was only at launch that it was okay an issue. They actually they fixed it a good bit now. See that, that there are the, still a couple of shots that are a bit a bit wonky, but outside of that, it's like nothing. <laughs> That you wouldn't really notice if you weren't paying too close attention. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, actually, I want to go back to Katie's point because, like, I am used to watching it on RT and Sky One, where they, like you know, edit out yeah. or the watershed jokes, any yeah. references to the Twin Towers, whatever, all, all the that kind of malarkey, all, all the, the all the stuff that. about pubs getting blown up yeah. on St. Patrick's mm. Day. Calling, so I'm actually yeah, seeing Homer's more jokes than I used to. Like, yeah. I mean, oh. what do you have any examples of things that have been cut, like? Um, on the RTE ones anyway they couldn't uh, in the episodes where Danny DeVito's character showed up as Homer's brother there was a scene there's a bit where they uh, there's a bit where they refer- where Bart goes oh so your brother's a bastard and bastard 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 bastard, bastard, bastard. Yeah. 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 and that bit was that bit was cut after a while in RTE because yeah well actually I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because the second um, Powell brother episode yeah. very rarely shows on TV and my brother has a feeling that it's because at the end he gives Bart an NRA card yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that makes sense that would make yeah. sense but to be fair they think they, they, the early Simpsons does lean heavily into the uh, NRA jokes yeah. so there's yeah. a lot the of, NRA forever yeah a, yeah. a lot, a lot and- of a lot of gun violence <laughs> or reference yeah. to gun violence. Yeah. Even the Cartridge family episode where Homer gets a gun and then yeah. Marge takes Oh, they rarely yeah. play that they on really TV. That I've, yeah, like literally, yeah. I think I've seen that like twice as an adult over like a span of 15 years rather than like <laughs> when it first aired, like when I was a kid. And it was just always on? No, it wasn't always <laughs> on, but it was on. You know what I mean? Yeah. With more frequency than it would be in later years. It'd be one of those ones where you'd go, Hey, I haven't seen that one in a while, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, they can't play that one anymore." <laughs> mm. So, uh, like, before we actually get into it, uh, like, like bit by bit, which which overall thoughts on the season? Like, it's you know, last week we talked about that didn't feel like The mm-hmm. Simpsons until the end. This yeah. one started to feel like The Simpsons a little bit sooner into it. Like by the third season, you're properly into The Simpsons. Like, yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's. Oh no, go ahead. No, um, I felt like there was. I felt like it, there was a lot more. Again, because it's probably more because there's like twice as many episodes. There was just more opportunities for quintessential Simpsons moments to happen, like the bit that's behind me. Um, yeah. Like, um, but I like what I couldn't like. One of the things that I found really interesting was like, especially trying to make the top five list, was it kept going. Okay, so I think my three out of my top five list from season one would still definitely be in my all-time list if it's just going between the two seasons. Really? But, yeah. But the thing yeah. that I found interesting was like, that's just going for like a, you know, for a top 10 at this point. But I found that once it was getting into the top five, it was like, yeah, there's just too many quality episodes in season two compared mm. to one. Cause I found get, making a top 10 was easy. Making a top five was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> there's just so many episodes that like were very close to, to, uh, uh, to the top of the list for me. Fair. What do you guys think? Uh, it's still got. It's still kind of in morality tale mode, as it were. I'm looking through the episodes, and you've got like Bart versus Thanksgiving, and you've got Itchy and Scratchy versus Marge. You've got Homer against the Ten Commandments, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's still kind of in the same mode as series one, but it's kind of it's found its rhythm a lot more. I'd say. Mm. I definitely felt like it, it's still trying to teach lessons. And much like I was, I was saying about the last season, it's still kind of, still kind of upsetting when you actually think about some of the episodes. Like this, some of them are really drowning these these characters in tragedy. Still, when mm. I don't 
remember that. No, much. like the one with the one with Homer losing his hair or gaining his hair and losing Homer it. Like, that's hair. really oh, hard. Um, like, to be fair, knows like the best episode. <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, like that episode <laughs> Brilliant. is it, like the, the fact that it has it does so much for Homer with Carl, yeah. but then it does, oh. but, but then destroy. And Carl is like one of the best characters, which I wish they brought back. Mm. Oh, Harvey mm. Firestein just does the like best voice actor. Oh, the voice, that, that voice. Brilliant. That it's voice is so like, good. Yeah. Man, I'm amazed Man, you don't see him more, yeah, actually. He's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, uh, he was in Mr. I also, Deadfire. I don't know. Was he? Sorry. That's who? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was. He, he was the, um, he was the brother. Effect. Yeah. No he was way. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also yeah, in, he was in Independence Day as well, very briefly. He, he was. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. I gotta go was call he, my mother. Really? <laughs> yeah. I gotta really? call my lawyer. Okay, not my lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that film. Oh, that's a great <laughs> well, I think, like, this, th- like I didn't even realise that was him. Just Carl is one of those mm. characters that just um, goes beyond just being a Simpsons character like it's just one of those all time great uh, this has, has it does have its ill moments it doesn't have its great moments but then it has fantastic ones first appearance of Lionel Hutz as well yeah which is oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Bart gets hit by a car Amazing. and Dr. Nick and Dr. Nick yeah, yeah. working um, together we also in this as well we have we get more couch gags but they're still not as uh, often as as normal. That's no, we don't get to see the entire evolution of man, like in series twenty five or whatever. <laughs> but that dancing Homer is the one that sticks out to me. There's like one or two in the in in the very beginning, and even near the end, where they're like, "Oh, this was left over from season season one." And dancing mm-hmm. Homer is one that really feels like I thought it was a season one one. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah, because I, I watched these on TV, so I assumed these were all year one stories, like Same with uh, spe- especially yeah. like. The likes of Bart gets an F, yeah. uh, the Homer and Marge meeting in high school, uh, yeah. Grandpa and his girlfriend, all that kind of stuff. They feel very, very early. I mean, I'm trying to think of a better term for it, but like, yeah, they. I think Kev said it best: the lesson learning type mode. Like, can I say something that's con- controversial here? Don't you always? You say something controversial? <laughs> Surely not, Darren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. You you absolutely do. Oh, okay, so, so, okay. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, most okay, time, most time. I I hate old money, and I hate the way we was. Uh, you hate the way we was, which is the Homer and Marge meeting in school. Yeah. yeah Why I, do you hate that one? I don't know. Oh they, they they just bugged the life out of me. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't mind. I always put all of that, Tara. hear it. I think I like it as an episode, but it was always one I definitely skipped when yeah. it was on TV. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because it's not nearly as funny, but it's like in terms of what yeah. work. As far as Simpsons goes, a world building episode, I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I know. I never said it's bad. By yeah. stretch of imagination, it's just when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, we're skipping this." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when uh, Old Money came up, I'm like, "Oh, we're skipping this even harder." Yeah. Um, oh man. That, I think, see, I think... Old Money's a funny one because they change Grandpa Simpson so much yeah. later on yeah. that it feels peculiar. It like, does. Like it's he has, clear. He has way too much dignity. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. back in the Bark the General, where he like they go to war, like they described Grandpa Simpson as the toughest Simpson alive. Yeah. So he yeah. clearly meant to be a different character earlier yeah. on yeah. that got changed yeah. over time. Like mm. he just it, kind of degenerated, like into an old coot. Yeah, I also yeah. just think it's like 
for for uh for that character as well it's just like such an overly tragic story yeah that, it, it, like, it is horrific like it's you, know, you think about it oh yeah no it's not it's not good it's like it's just too intense for a children's show yeah. like it's like, yeah. like let's let these old people find love oh no mm. dead Dead. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, oh dead no, lol. he's in a fucking safari. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh no, dead lol. You know, that's it's, it's horrible. Uh, well, then, can I ask something? Why, yeah. if that is too upsetting, why is an episode like Lisa's substitute teacher an absolute classic then? Because. I that. What? Oh, oh, I thought I was going to say some controversial. Hand over your crown <laughs> there. Oh, wow. There oh, you go. Wow. Here's oh. your crown, your majesty. <laughs> I will accept that. I will accept that. It was just too, just too corny. Just too small yes. for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. But yeah. but it's about Lisa like not having a, real, a male role model, and that is true. Yeah. Today, thirty seasons later. Yeah, <laughs> but Alan, I would say that she, well, eh, kind of because she had bleeding gums, Murphy. Mm. He died. He died. Suppose, he's not, de- he's not dead at the time like, of that episode, though. He's not. But this, like, yeah. she has had other male role models. It's you know, actually yeah. it's even referenced in another episode where she's making the quilt. Exactly, where she yeah. a quilt patch of yeah. her two male role oh, models. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but mind you, one of the the other one, the music teacher, she oh, puts it nothing that, that anyone can suck the joy yeah. out of art if they try hard enough. <laughs> that kind well, of Mr. Largo. Oh, well, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Largo, actually, one thing as well I noticed in this, the actual orchestra is a real orchestra. It's not terrible. They, they play, yeah. like, actually really decent music, and you see why she's there, because she's talented. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, that's also something that's de- degenerated so far that they can barely play like Stars and Stripes forever. Yeah. 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 Well, they do play the forbidden music. They do play the forbidden music. <laughs> but that's not because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, well, okay. Well, since we're going full controversy, what do we think of Bart Gets an F? Oh, I love it. Season one. Okay, it's, okay. it's season one. It should, it should stay in yeah. season one. That's the yeah, thing. I, it's the one I, about I, the history test, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the snowstorm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It has so John much- Hancock's writing his name in the snow. <laughs> it, it, it has so much heart, you know. Where you're kind of like, uh, it, a lot. The problem with early Simpsons this early is all this, they're completely different characters and they're parodies by the point that we're familiar with them. So Bart being uh, what's a underachiever and proud of it. That's mm. a gimmick now. Yeah. It's a parody. Mm-hmm. So they're the Lewis- him being upset about his underachievements yeah. feels wrong. wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm going to back that up a bit. At, at this early on, they are characters. Like, I think yeah. they're not really characters. I know you're a big component of season 30, Dara, but by and large, later on, they kind of just fall into their gimmicks. Like, Well, season 30 is the, the reason why I stick up for it is because it actually kind of goes back to them being characters again. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a huge endorsement. It kind By about of, season six, they kind of fall into character. Sorry, Katie, mm, go ahead. No, it kind of feels out of place with Bart being worried about his grades anyway, yeah. because in the first season, I think it's the first one of the seasons, he, uh, he he gets told that if he gets a certain grade, he'll get to go to Camp Krusty. Oh, that's season four. Uh, yeah, oh, season, season four, four yeah. yeah. And he, 
like he gets he doesn't get the grade, but he changes his grade, but he gets to go anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so and like, Homer, Homer even said like, "Well, you got greedy because uh, D's turn to B's much easier than they do yeah. the A's." <laughs> the A's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like it doesn't like, make sense that he'd be worried about his grades when he has no mm. consequences. But what, yeah, what, but, but, what, what was the thing about this episode though? Was that like the consequences were that he was going to get held back? Yeah, and there were real consequences. Yeah. I did like the flashbacks yeah. though, the futuristic flashbacks. They were fun. Oh yeah, like I, there were funny moments in it, and but I just think it's like, like I, even though I would say I would still say it's like one of the least funny episodes in the entire oh, yeah. one of the Simpsons. Yeah, it's probably one of the most like really well told stories in yeah. the yes, world. yeah. Um, and has almost just too much heart to hate for me. Yeah, like they're, they're, like all these episodes, how with with the exception of maybe Dead Pudding Society, uh, yeah. Uh, they all have heart to them. Some of them are a bit too much. Like uh, Bart vs. Thanksgiving, I really didn't like because it's the least episode. Yeah, I'm like, same. I'm like, I <laughs> yeah. really, really just can't handle you now. Um, so <laughs> it's just like, it's also, Lisa that, was that, always a bit preachy. Yeah, that, yeah but, also that, uh, yeah. that um, it's all your fault nightmare scene that oh, Bart has yeah. is just so intense. Yeah, it's very intense. It's like, you are like, the reason America's lost its way. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, your I think fault that, I can't well, talk. <laughs> I kind of want to stand up for Dead Pudding Society though, because I felt like that was the first episode where Bart and Lisa had a proper rapport with each other. Like fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Oh, totally. Like, I, I think, think like the thing that kind of puts me off at Dead Pudding Society is how it's like, and I know the whole point of it is that Flanders gets angry and then mm. they, and that's how they have the comp. But mm. just like by the fact of Flanders getting angry felt off. It's, it's very, yeah, but it's so, yeah. it's very, so mild it's compared forced. to everything Homer does, though. It's forced. Yeah. It's very, very forced. Yeah. yeah. It's like this wouldn't happen in reality that quickly, you know, mm. particularly when like. <laughs> I I get what they were going for with Flanders, like showing his wealth and stuff. But again, like, why would he be upset by that? You know, it doesn't really make but, sense. But uh, the the idea of him showing as well that like him getting upset by that was more than like he felt like he was letting his morals down. Yeah, yeah, going, yeah. Oh, this is something more that this isn't. That Homer it's more like it's not that it's just being, being a bad Christian really, yeah. by doing it. Yeah. Um, and like. Yeah, again, it does. It, like, I think there's episodes where his anger is more justified. Yeah. Mm. Like, um, like I, I can't remember what season it's in, but when he's the, uh, the football coach. Yes. Mm. And Homer is just berating. Flanders. That is legit. If we want to circle back to act to uh, talk about the sincere episodes, what's everyone's take on one fish, two fish? Uh, oh man, oh, so it's, good! It's great. It is great. So good. good. Yeah. If like the satire in it, it's unreal. Like it's, it's so biting. It's the first one, the one that's like ne- proper. I was never a fan of those like sincere episodes, like Barkat's and but this one just hits everything right. Yeah. yeah, and like you are, you are sad for Homer, even though like we know now he's not good. Like obviously he's gonna stay alive. Like we're watching it, I was like, ah, oh, this man, this is just upset. This is heartbreaking. But to yeah. be fair, like at least he, at least it wasn't suicide. Like it wasn't yeah. the last. Uh, scene. Yeah, no, that yeah. that felt yeah. weird. Which was like really weird. like this one. You're like, oh well, you know, this was coming, you know. But this was the first time that Homer's life was put in danger as such for something completely like, ridiculous. I, I feel like Homer comes to terms with his mortality at least once a season. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If he's got like the heart attack or, you know, 
he has to give up a kidney or whatever it is. Like there's all every season he's mm. coming to terms with his mortality. Like how many times do you actually have to do that? Thirty times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing one thing I find so interesting as well is the the fan theory about um, around one fish two fish which is that he actually died and then everything after it is the DMT trip that uh, oh I, I heard that theory yeah. when Mark blew up the house with beer yeah that's, like, that's what yeah, I heard too yeah, 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 yeah. Fish, two fish, or whatever yeah, no, that's just like in Pokemon where the, everybody says that Ash Ketchum died in the first episode and yeah. that the entire series is uh, just a dream or a coma sequence yeah. because, uh, yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. thing that blocks that theory being true is in order for it to work, Lisa would have to be as intelligent as Homer can be. And yeah. she's always more clever. Well, yeah. Homer, Homer has debilitated part of his brain with that crane. That is true. Oh, the crayon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Powder blue. Powder blue. So <laughs> also, it's, it's, it's also clear that his internal monologue is more inten- more um, intelligent than uh, he, he is. is. Based, yeah. uh, based off of the uh, the episode of The War of the Simpsons where he has a massively dry wit in his own head. Yeah. So. <laughs> and also when, when he's it's play- not a cow playing a ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> and, when he's, and when he's also playing the, the old time, it's also old timey when he's replaying sequences. Yeah. <laughs> declared to be the most whimsical jape of the season. One thing we got on this, guys, which was really great, and it's the first time we got it, it was Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was hoping someone would bring Always that up. Always the best episode. Even to yeah. this day, yeah, still the best. Amazing. It's great. This one had some of my favorite ones, but I didn't realize Bad Dream House was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this was much later on. Because anytime, yeah. par- anytime you parody um, Poltergeist, it's like this is going to be yeah. a fun time. Yeah. Can so, we just point out that in, there's three stories in this, and in two of them, the Simpsons are too obnoxious for the horror monsters to hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason the third one gets a pass is because the horror monster is Bart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which can I point out Castellaneta like Dan Castellaneta brought his A game. Yeah, it was actually yeah, really the, impressive, uh, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I think I've, I've just haven't watched it in so long and I was so young to not because I always thought the Raven was slow because I was fucking 10 and who mm-hmm. what 10-year-olds in a poe? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, the point that Bart makes. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So literally, but now yeah. like now that I kind of like understand things a bit more, I was like, oh, this is a okay, first off, really great story and yeah no like Dan Castelletta doing doing the part doing the sections of the Raven in Homer's voice mm-hmm. it's fucking it's brilliant yeah, it's so yeah. Like, the delivery so is so spot on and you've got like Darth Vader being the narrator as well which yeah. is perfect yeah. like yeah, yeah. so yeah. good one of the things I, as well that I love is like they get a jab in at uh, Friday, the first Friday the 13th film Mm. Where they just go like, oh, well, it was so scary at the time, but now it's really tame. Which, yeah. like, like I mean, I remember the first time I saw that film, I bought it on DVD, and it was just like, this is is good. Like, okay, this is really fun. And then watch the making of of it, and they're saying like people running out of the theater, and I'm like, yeah. when? That's, <laughs> when? That's, that's an exaggeration. I think. If anything you're gonna run out, it's when you're watching Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. <laughs> but the Can thing I... with yeah, you go. Sorry, you go first. Sorry. Oh, oh my no, God. I was just gonna hold say on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Lisa, before our next watch along our next watch along is gonna be Sleepaway Camp. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <What>? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I've decided. I've decided. What is it? Uh, you need, no, well, well no, we're gonna watch it together and you're gonna find out. It's not <laughs> scary, is it? No, it, it's not really. It's it's well. just amazing. It's just amazing. Lisa knows. 
It's better than Roadhouse as a movie. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, that's high praise. Yeah. Well, that's Ooh, a, wait, 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 as a movie. Not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Or Patrick Swayze in his Kung Fu shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god who in heaven now oh man he's crying you made little Patrick Swayze cry he's but- ripping out throats in heaven now <laughs> <laughs> one, th- one thing I really liked about the Raven was just um it's just the overall art direction side of it. It was really cool. Yeah. Like it, it felt like something complete. Like it felt inside the Simpsons universe, but something completely different. It was one of the first times where they t- they took the weird cartoon to its logical conclusion mm. of being able to jump yeah. like this. And we also saw it with space as well. It's the first time they went into like some sort of yeah. outer space. In first Which introduction of introduction, Kang Kodos, who yeah. personal faves. Yeah, they, they're, they're still kind they're, of getting they're, there. They're, they're the when... people that you vote for, aren't they? Exactly. <laughs> I voted for Kodos. But the yeah. thing is with the Raven as well, it was kind of indicative because I think today, by today's standards, the three, three houses of horror are awful. They're just really cheap kind of crap, kind mm-hmm. of superficial parodies yeah. of movies that are out and they feel lazy and they feel like, oh, we're just going to rip off a movie. And 99% of the time nowadays, it's not even a horror movie. It's just... It's it's not even yeah. a movie. It's just it's really they're really badly done. Yeah. But this was really pure. <laughs> it's almost honest. like one of those. And it, Sorry, it, it was really yeah. It's just it was really intelligent. It's like we're gonna put like a famous poem in mm. our cartoon, and it's like kind oh, yeah. of valid. It's probably, kind of even like the animation audience. details, like the house keeps changing color when it's trying yeah. to scare them. And the, the touches, the, like, the oh yeah, that episode has... gave me nightmares. Yeah, yeah so where it's just like, nightmares. you know, die, die, everybody die. Yeah. That's, yeah. Die. that's just like, so this intense. is so intense. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, that messed me up when I was a kid. Like it was my favorite episode. Like it's just, just so messed up. Mm. Or like, but even when um, they throw something into the vortex in the kitchen and like a note comes out, it's like, don't throw your garbage <laughs> into the vortex. It's like, all, okay. <laughs> the, Raven, the Raven also has one of my, like, one of my favorite sight gags from the early earlier seasons where it's um, it's showing Marge as Lenore and it just towers up you just see her hair in <laughs> yeah. portrait. Oh, yeah. portrait it's so great I love that so much can I just point out that someone on the Simpsons staff must be a big Poe fan because you've got the telltale head oh, you've got that well documented yeah. that like yeah. the Simpsons writers were full like kind of like college PhD graduates yeah. with like, the English yeah. math yeah. science like they were yeah. all they clean oh, Edgar Allan Poe's tombstone on the yeah. bloody, like, no. I can't believe they invented it. And, like, they push his house off a cliff when Homer's having a heart attack. Yeah. They love mm-hmm. Poe and they love Stanley Kubrick. And they're, yeah. they're yeah, yeah, definitely. like, are the, the building blocks of, mm. of The Simpsons. They're also, like they're also big yeah. fans of Orson Welles as oh, well. Oh, huge mm-hmm. fans of Orson Welles. <laughs> you know, especially Citizen Kane, because you can basically see, see all of Citizen Kane. Yeah, you know, in, I, the, in the blood feud, you know, had that Citizen Kane opening when Burns oh, is, like, oh. sick and all that. Yeah. What t- what t- speaking what- of movies comparable to Citizen Kane, <laughs> the McBain movies. <laughs> yes. Oh. Which I think I think it I think it's this whole season where if you actually pull them yeah. sequentially from the episode, it's yeah. one arc. Yeah, yeah, one movie. One thing as well that I'm gonna start keeping track of, I'm gonna keep track of every Orson Wilde reference and every Stanley Kubrick <laughs> reference. Because mm. there's a lot. You're gonna be busy. I, I, yeah, well, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know for a fact when I was watching, like before I saw the Stanley Kubrick movies, I had already seen them in The Simpsons. And yeah. you know, it, it's that we're getting to this point near the end of it where uh, 
you know, you're like, oh, they're starting doing cultural pop culture references. Mm. So this is where it starts. One thing I really liked, I have to say, as a as a um, massive, just you know, a feel good moment, Bart the Daredevil with Truckosaurus. Yeah. Oh. I just love Truckosaurus. It's just great. <laughs> <laughs> really? I actually, I, I, I don't I would want to see Truckosaurus. Where he was eating the car, like. Yeah. Oh. My th- one, of my, one of my favorite bits watching that, uh, when I watched it, I was watching it with my girlfriend and we're watching the whole, we're watching the whole episode. She doesn't say a word. We get to the bit where, um, oh, I'm back to the, of the daredevil's name. He, uh, uh, Lance Murdoch. Lance, Lance Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah. He's talking, well he's, talking thr- he's talking through, he's talking through the, um, <laughs> he's talking through what's in the pool that he's jumping over. <laughs> and he gets to the bit where he say, where he's listing up everything. And he says like, there's also going to be a lion. And my girlfriend pipes up and goes, there's no way a lion staying in that pool. And I went, I'm really glad that you picked now to speak up about it. I'm not with this shy robotic dinosaur. The that broke the immersion. No, yeah. he, no he says... It, the lion does get out for a minute. The lion is the most dangerous. The lion is the most dangerous, apparently. The king in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just give a shout out? One of my favorite Simpsons moments is Lisa's concert where Homer's just sitting through it. And he's like, time to go and then brings her back so she can yeah. play. He is such a jerk. He is such a jerk in that. It's like, but here's the yeah. thing: he's not. A jerk, we've all felt that. But he's, yeah, he's, he's, as I said, like he's realistic. He's like, yeah, that's what my dad would probably do. He's like, come on, yeah. let's go. Well, we there's, to go. There's, there's, I mean, if, how much more of this do you think he expects us to write? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even if we had kids, it'd be the same. Like, how much yeah. of this do I actually have to sit through? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you've done your solo. Time to go. There's yeah. a great, there's a great, uh, there's a, one of the best Lisa lines is in that episode as well, where uh, Homer's like uh, doing, I think it's the William, William Tell Overture, Overture is what they were finishing up with. And he's doing that, he's humming that while driving. And just yeah, kind of yeah. her, she goes, I reached him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and Rod playing the violin and Flanders crying. And, all yeah. that kind of stuff. and Homer's like, it's, he's not that bad. <laughs> it's okay. okay so good. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. I don't want to get too like political or anything, but I just want to say that the oh, one where right? Mr. Burns runs for governor has oh, aged man. exceptionally well. It's so this... good now. It's so oh, it's better now than it was then. They... Am I the only one who thinks that like this season seemed to love Mr. Burns? Yeah. yeah. There's like, a lot more of him, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Episode. yeah. And like I get that like obviously they just need an antagonist, so Homer's boss is a go to. Yeah. It just it felt like he was just all over the place. Yeah. Between so, like, yeah, getting uh, painted, running over bars, having to eat the three-eyed fish, mm. just everywhere. I think it's because him running over bars are such a good double act, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a great foil. Like he's mm. so like it's just so fun, and like oh, like especially with the. Um, uh, with the episode where I ran over Bart, it's just like excellent. Like, I, him deciding never to show just, that. There's one thing that uh, I really like. Um, Mr. Burns in this his inner like you get to see how he thinks mm. and he's like oh just fire him it's like I don't think it's a good idea to fire him and then it plays to what they think hero <laughs> boss fire since a born employee you're like in his head he's the hero and you're like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. this makes sense like compared to you know to use um, Smithers line when mm. uh when he gets shot, you know, he crossed the line between everyday villainy to superhero villainy. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, he was a rank amateur next to Dr. Yeah. Colossus. Yeah. And you're, just like, you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. I can see that he's still a bad dude, but yeah. he thinks he's doing good, so is he really but, that bad? That's yes, like encapsulated. Is, 
that's encapsulated by the line where um, uh, the line he has in the, in the episode where he wants for governor, where he's like, "They foiled my they foiled my plans to become governor, but if I uh, but uh, if I killed them, I'd be the one to go to jail." That's democracy <laughs> for you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, one. We'll go destroy something tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys discussed this last week, but like, can we just take a moment to talk about Smithers undergoing an ethnicity change? Oh, we yeah. did discuss yeah. that. We did, yeah, we did yeah, four yeah. episodes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot. I think you pointed out, Dara, that Moe's hair changes color a few times and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. Lenny and Carl switch voices yeah. back and forth. Kev pointed out that uh, a couple of kids changed ethnicity in the same yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, scene to scene. Two of them are black. Then two of them are white, and then one's black, one's white. It's strange. Well, I, well, I was thinking about I was thinking about this in the shower the other day when I had my most of my thoughts. It's the only quiet. Not place about Star Wars. Not about Star Wars. And I was just like, you know, if 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 um, Smithers actually had of stayed black, think of the progression he would have had. He would have had like oh, wow. the most progressive arc ever. A yeah. gay, like a gay black dude who's super into Malibu Stacey and in love with his yeah. boss. I'm like, mm. come on, that's that why they, they we have to get through Jewish, three like, seasons that's... of a black guy being completely subjugated by the richest white guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's fair, why fair. they took yeah. it out because they thought it was too him. much. That is what they speaking of the animation errors, I pointed at it last week, but I want to show it off now. Can you see my monitor through this camera? Yes. Look at Kinda, Marge's yeah. dress. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Lisa. Oh, my God. It, it flicks back between her dress and Lisa's a few times oh, in the end of the oh. camera. Isn't it freaky? Well, that's, that, that's like, that's that's like nightmare. That's nightmarish right there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember spotting that on TV which, and go, oh. Which makes you realize that Lisa's just dressing like her mom. And but, imagine I mean, yeah. being a daughter dressing exactly like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, imagine when she- you're. When you're that age, you wear what your parents buy you. That's fair. Yeah. So I mean, when I was when I was a kid, um, I have I have a younger sister who's a year and a half younger than me. But my mom used to dress us like twins because we were similar sizes, and she used to get like buy one get one free deals and stuff. So fair. you just you wear what what you're given at that that's age. Fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. that's fair. That's fair. And you know, here's the thing though, right? One thing that that we that is brought up: the Simpsons aren't poor, but they kind of are. But they're also yeah. not. They're they're kind of lower yeah. middle class. Yeah, but then they're yeah. not. Like it's weird. Like Homer has like is an incredibly good provider, and yeah. as as we're going along, we see that he has other streams of money with like the B sharps and the the royalties from that. So at this point, they're okay. They're not like super rich, but they're not broke. But it's something to keep in mind as we're going through this that they're able to find money out of nowhere sometimes and this is this, mm. this season yeah. is, is the but first time where we kind of see well I mean Barney, they even, even Barney's able to therapy. do that at points yeah that's true like they're, like they're, when he's, particularly when Homer starts dropping around jobs and they're just mm. able to buy like a snowplow and it's like how are you just able to buy a snowplow <laughs> <laughs> or even last yeah, season when they were able to buy like an this RV this was like this was the 90s and there's something about the econ- like we're getting economical here there's something yeah. about the economy that's shining through bit well, by bit through well now in in fairness, when he gets the snowplow, the guy who sells it to him says, well, this thing pays for itself. So basically he got it yeah, kind of on a loan. Yeah, or like, on a uh, he got taken yeah. away from at the end. Yeah. yeah and then he's, he's paying for it by uh, plowing front gardens mm. and stuff like Fair. that. Fair. Yeah. He got to keep the jacket down. That's the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> that makes frequent reappearances throughout the season. It does. I don't, like, it's weird. Like we start getting a glimpse into Homer and Marge's like love life, and she is like yeah. absolutely wild. And you're like, dude. Oh yeah. No, no, no wonder Bart was like 
born where he was because you guys can't keep a hand off each other. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's just really funny. Like it has that kind of element of uh, realism, which is like not there. You know, it's like well, again, I think it, 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 other, it, you know? it was kind of to counterpoint the sitcoms of the time, which were just notoriously sexless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's a very good point because marriage like, is like the proper, big jo- like, like you know. Because yeah, the big joke of like stuff like married with kids is that they never had sex. <laughs> so, yeah. Even in in older shows, like even in the Flintstones and stuff, yeah. you'd see that you know they're married but they're sleeping in separate beds. Yeah, I think the, 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 the closest the analog, big kind of middle yeah. finger to that type of family dynamic, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, the, the closest analog was the Adams family, and like, um, yeah, you know, and that's like the height of relationship goals where yeah. they're middle aged <laughs> and still love each other. Oh yeah, but the, the Adams family, they were like Morticia and Gomez were really, really good to each other, whereas yeah. Homer and Marge are really horrible to each other. But then mm. they're constantly, you know, yeah. can't keep their hands up. So it's kind of it's it's a it's not a very good dynamic. It's a bit like the parents in Malcolm Middle, that kind of thing. Like yeah. actually you know well, what? even though even they it were is. good yeah. to each other. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more like yeah, they uh, worshipped each other. Yeah. It was like yeah. as we said um before we went on, you know, it's like the people that want Harley Quinn Joker relationship yeah mm. it's kind of the same kind of dynamic but, in, yeah, it, in, <laughs> in the abusive way like like home, many times have home, has Homer like nearly been led astray and yeah. Marge yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, well, enough even, that there's a bowling team of them in one episode yes yeah. the home wreckers <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that's like, absolutely brilliant but what I think is interesting though is like because it it, I remember reading this study, and this is going to get a bit more <laughs> bleak. But like, there was this study done where, like, uh, the findings were that like the average, like the average dysfunctional relationship has both pe- has both parties um, abusing themselves, abusing each other in equal measure, mm. and that's kind of the way that sitcom families behave. Mm. Where like there is a level of like um, it's kind of like a bipolar thing where they love each other in equal measure, but they hate each other in equal measure too, which mm. is why why you have Lois and Hal or you have Arch and Homer. Um, whereas like, whereas like the family you'd expect to be much more destructive and harmful to each other, like the Adams family is probably the most healthy one because they kind yeah. of go, no, we harm everyone else. Aside from some progressive manslaughter, everything's yeah. chill. Yeah, well, you can't spell manslaughter without laughter, Kev. So, like, <laughs> See, this well, is the thing about like abusive relationships as well, is that eventually, if you're in it long enough, the victim will become the abuser. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And like, that's what they say about even about uh, toxic relationships, is that when you mm. get out of a toxic relationship, you're radioactive yourself yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you have to heal and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because that oh, yeah. becomes the dynamic. And yeah. so whatever way you respond to your abuser is in itself an abuse. Do you know what? They actually bring that up in one of the Treehouse of Horrors in one of the later series. Does anybody remember the Treehouse of Horror where the ghosts of the Simpsons past yes. come back and oh, haunt? Yeah. And Homer actually prefers Ghost Marge, Ghost Marge from the early 90s yeah. because she was like n- nice to him yep. and she made more of an effort and she put up this one it was from one. the last five years maybe okay. and he didn't and it was to highlight the fact that now Marge like the Marge from the later series is does not put up on Homer's shit she's much tougher on him yeah. she's more naggy she's not as nice and she's basically she's not as much of a doormat she kind of like Katie says gives as good as she gets and yep. that's kind of mm. what they were highlighting with that but it's it just kind of ties in nicely with what Katie said about how the person who's kind of been abused um, kind of takes on that role themselves and there was another discussion as well with regards to children like Bart or say Chris Griffin who have 
big, stupid, abusive, alcoholic fathers. Yeah. When you think about it, like you're yeah. you're laughing at it, but if anybody didn't realize what the stuff that like Homer or Peter Griffin actually did, like I mean, Homer absolutely physically abuses Bart. Yeah. Like, like, 100%. like even before it gets crazy, right? Even yeah. like now, like stuff the Homer does, it's like, man, you're really he's bad not dad. reliable. He's a no. yeah. and he disappears and does bad things. To go to a and... monster truck rally instead of your daughter. Hold on, Kev. Yeah. Kev, hold on. It's, it's, hold it's on. Hold on. The bit that really hold got to me on, was hold on, hold on. What's the monster truck rally? It was Truckasaurus. Come on. I mean, come One on. Come on. Get it right. <laughs> Truckasaurus, the movie. Okay, no, you're right. You're right. That's justifiable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the point where it hit home for me was uh, it's season three now. I know we're skipping around a bit, but Marge sends Bart to pick Homer up from the pub. And that's yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's called an Irish weekend, though, Kane. Like, yeah. if you know, as a child, there's something wrong. Like, come on. And Bart, like, dancing and singing on the bar yeah. for the drugs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It's like, again, that's just Ireland. Like, that's just the way it is. You know. But to the rest yeah. of the world, to the rest that's of the, the world, exactly. bad. Yeah. It's bad. That's a bad thing. <laughs> but, yeah. but they do that as well in the episode where, for some reason, I think um, Bart has an Irish nanny for some reason, and she brings him to the pub, and he's like, How long are we here for? And she's just there with a pint of Guinness going till i'm tired of drinking these i'm never, <laughs> never tired, tired of drinking, drinking these <laughs> like it's brilliant but and then he's just here like poor laura laura playing really sadly on like one violin <laughs> oh i remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, i don't know what it was <laughs> yeah oh, that's a great Getting back to Marge for a second, uh, one of my favorites in this series was Itchy and Scratchy and Marge. Yes, and this, this, you know what, this is one of my favorite ones of all time, actually, as well. Yeah? Oh, really? Yeah, I love How that. come there? I, everything about it's just fantastic. I, I love the story. I love that. I love just the interaction with the writers where Marge is just a, a proper shrill and the mm. way they just don't deal with her. They're like, you know, uh, the the artist is just drawing a little rabbit and it's like, but then what he says. It's, uh, it's so, so very meta. It's so meta. Yeah. yeah. But one thing as well, uh, well, actually, one thing that really pissed me off, Marge gets sent out a signed copy, like a signed Itchy and Scratchy thing. I'm like, keep that frame and sell it on eBay. Yeah. You know, silly woman. Um, but, I also like the fact that Dr. Monroe was brought back as like a character and he's like every time he's brought back he's like on a little trip so at one yeah. point he's standing outside he's like, like Athens or something yeah he's standing outside the Parthenon he's like you know it's like what are you doing just going on holiday like it's gas it's brilliant it feels like like it feels yeah. like a real like it feels like a real world like the media there is actually like its own thing it's a lot of world yeah. building that's going on there like so much in the episode we get to see different TV shows we get to see how um, the cable mm. networks work it's, it's really cool yeah. it's for the first proper appearance of uh, oh no actually I'm wrong uh, Lovejoy's wife was in the series yeah. one when Marge having an affair but oh, it's yeah. kind of it starts the world is starting to come together in that one and I mm. love the fact that it circles around from Marge leading this kind of protect the kids campaign to defending expression of art. Best line. Yeah. It's a very complex message line for 20 just, minutes. I told you she drew the line of full frontal nudity. No, no, no. No, no. I told you she was, no, no. The line is, I told you she was soft on full frontal nudity. And I'm like, it's, it's amazing. It's just oh, what a line. Yeah. Like, but again, even, even that kind of like establishes what the, like what the landscape of the town is. Yeah. You know, anti-science, anti-art. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, you get, like you also get like um someone like Roger Myers where he's just going, Well, this is ridiculous. Violence has always existed and it's just like <laughs> you know. and Ken Brockman going, So violence existed 
a hundred years ago. Like, that's, yeah, fascinating. that's fascinating. <laughs> Before television. Oh, you don't man. say how interesting. It's so good. Like, I, like there's, there's again, like the, the, if the season, if the series had it, like stayed here, we, it would have been super fun. But like again, a lot of this wasn't sustainable because of the way it's coming out. It's so wild, you know. It needed mm-hmm. to be kind of shaped and stuff like that. But that's why season two is so fun. It really feels like the beginning of the Simpsons compared to season one, which wasn't. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, is, the, this is where we're kind of leading towards. Sorry, Katie, go. For season it. one is kind of like the training wheels. They're still figuring out what kind of show they wanted to make, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're really starting to kind of figure out this, you know. And again, we we got our we, for our show. Uh, we got a three men in a comic book, which has a lot of really cool inside jokes. And again, like it's a time capsule for what comic cons and stuff like that were as well, where it's like a room full of dweebs and everyone's just looking at comics. Lusting yeah. after <laughs> one rare comic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. And yeah. now when you go, oh, to comics, yeah. But at, the, but, at the sa- but at the same time, Dara, there's no Deadpools. So, I mean. <laughs> there's no, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> there's no there's not 26 hardy quins yeah it's like oh dear that would be a shame <laughs> yeah i'd be really sad if we lost all of that i, I mean, can't say anything my be... first cosplay was harley quinn oh <laughs> my it was balloons though it was balloons it was balloons, it was balloons. And, you, and you got on the tv i did i was on the telly <laughs> <laughs> but what i love what i love about this is like it's, it's properly like we get the first appearance of radioactive man as well which is brilliant oh yeah yeah. Which becomes yeah. one of the best characters of the whole thing. Mm. I love oh, the fifties like episode black and white thing where it's like, look out, radioactive man, and a missile <laughs> hits it, and it's like, will the earth be saved? Me and Stevie <laughs> just finished watching the show from '66 called The Time Tunnel, and every episode ends at one of them getting blown up and them going, "Tune in next week." You're like, what? How? <laughs> like he's literally just been shot or something, or blown to bits or something like that. Oh, intrigue here. <laughs> <laughs> Barely get you. Okay, so here, I, I have some references for this one, right? So at the beginning of the episode, Lisa reveals that she collects Casper the Friendly Ghost and Richard Rich. Homer yeah. makes a reference to Wonder Woman. Radioactive as identity is nearly dis- similar to the Hulk. And each gained a superpower after absorbing massive uh, dose of radiation, right? But, so they're the obvious ones that we would have picked up on. Yeah. But his inner monologue is, is a parody of the coming of age narrative, The Wonder Years. And he actually got the, the guy who voiced it yeah. to do it, which... Kind of went over my head a little bit until I saw the show, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." But this is where, like, this episode in particular is where we start seeing lots of them. Like, there's, um, there's a reference to the Flintstones in it. Yeah, uh, you know the the Laramie cigarette. Uh, that's like a, a direct mm. a, a reference to those ads in the sixties. And uh, there's a gone. There's even a gone in the wind parody in this episode. So really, where? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Right, so when Bart begs Mrs. Glick to not apply iodine, uh, iodine to his wound, she grabs his arm, and the scene moves to a silhouette and screams, and that's from Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm really glad that's you brought that up because that's I was so obscure. It is. Yeah, I meant- that's what I mean. There's yeah. deep cuts here, and this is yeah. where it starts in season two near the end. Okay, because I was wondering last week, something I forgot to say of just upon Reevesy, there's an absence of media presence in series one. Mm. Yeah. That's it's starting very, to it's creep into insular. series two, like it's very insular, yeah. By season yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. like by the end of season two, we're we're in it. Like already, there's like a massive block of cultural references. That yeah, you know, in principle, charming. You've got the vertigo bit where he's running up the clock tower. Oh like, yeah. You know. Well, I think when you're when you're starting out as well, you're kind of worried about copyright and you don't know what's okay to do and what's mm, not. You know. Yeah, I suppose so. And they sing Shaft. 
in the Titman mm. Fish oh, <laughs> I like the fact they actually gone. have Richard Sakai, who's one of the creators on the show, in the show. He's like, hi, I'm mm. Richard Sakai. And then he starts singing like oh, is that that who, I always wondered yes! what that was. Hold on, yes! I, I, I missed it, was it? Do you remember there's a guy called Richard in the Sakai karaoke in... bar who's just singing a song for his girlfriend yeah. randomly yeah. in One Fish, Two Fish. I never knew what the deal with that was. He's like one of the animators or something like that or one of the producers, but he's, uh. he's a long-running <laughs> member of the cast and that's him, but it's just so weird and fourth wall to actually put Richard Sakai <laughs> from the show. He's like, hi, I'm Richard Sakai. And he starts like, I don't know. I'm an anesthesiologist. Also, yeah. also the first appearance of comic book guy. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have a lot like this. Yeah, again, the, the, it, it, the, 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 the population world. of Springfield is really starting to broad out. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the great. devil pops up twice. Devil Good for him. Up twice. Yeah, we actually we in have one. the Homer versus the Eighth Commandment or whatever it is. I forgot how religion heavy early Simpsons was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that's a parody of like <laughs> American sitcom as well, where they're all like that new yeah. religious well, family. Like, so. Just while I'm not a fan of that episode as a whole, that whole sequence at the start with the bottom of the mountain is fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the Simpsons, the kids at Sunday school. The ventriloquist yeah. goes to heaven. The dummy <laughs> doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> okay, but if my arm, if I get my arm gets chopped off, will I be waiting for me in heaven? Yes, for the last time, Bart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm a robot with a human first. brain. <laughs> <laughs> so another one, right? One that was actually an- <laughs> sorry. Go sorry. On. No, that's just another one of my favorite lines was from last season. Will be just would a little blind faith be too much to ask? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. So, so oh, you're have- right. They talk about heaven in series one. They talk about hell in this one. That's where all the pirates yeah. live and all that. Yeah, all the pirates. <laughs> Yes, thousands of them. <laughs> so, there's a, so there's a few here as well that we that we have to talk about, or else people yeah. will be upset. Uh, Brush for greatness. That's where Marge's oh talent. Ringo Starr. Oh, my first contact with the Beatles. I didn't even know who this person was until I was like, oh, yeah, I thought he was Thomas the Tank Engine because that was my only point of contact with him. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. He's the fucking on me wall. I'm hung it on me wall. I do like just the idea of the fact that like Ringo has now nothing better to do than to reply to every. No, but that that did happen because uh, yeah. two or three years ago he put out a video saying with peace and love he's not answering fan mail anymore because he legit has been trying for like two decades (laughs) (laughs) he just can't anymore but it's so weird yeah like they didn't pull that from nowhere that's true like again like a lot of this is while it's expanding the the parameters of what is realistic this stuff like this could still happen you know like there's nothing here that is too outlandish even with blood feud where you know it's you know, it still happens. And he actually proved that if you take blood from younger people, it does revitalize you. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, uh, Elizabeth Battery. The vampires are onto something. Well, Elizabeth I was, Battery, wait- Liz- I was Elizabeth waiting Battery for was Bathory. Yeah, <laughs> I was fig- waiting for Bathory. <laughs> she figured this out years ago. She was on She was on, on something. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was on a load of virgin blood. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I really like, I think that, I think it ends on a very strong uh, point, but I wish personally that Three Men in a Comic Book was the last episode because of the way it ends. But yeah. I, yeah. I kind of like how Blood Feud has a very meta ending where they don't know what the lesson is. It's an ending. It's yeah. an ending. Let's what, leave it at yeah. that. One like, thing I do like actually the big cup thing that they get 
Um, well, oh, yeah. Cool. Like just in the basement for the rest of the episode. Like yeah, it just shows up. It's always kind of there in the basement. Yeah. So it's just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's there. Not uh, Aztec. Oh, I think man. even like oh, for <laughs> oh thank for God for Simpsons that's where I learned what a dodecahedron is <laughs> oh my God yes dodecahedron <laughs> sorry Katie what were you saying no I was just saying that like for the, for it being the end of the season I think it is a very Simpsons way to round things out because mm-hmm. the Simpsons is one of those shows that you watch it and then you go what yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think as well it's also sending like a pretty clear message about how they feel about having every episode end on a well this is a happy ending because yeah this is the lesson and then they're just going no this is just an ending we're not doing that anymore no they've got a giant head now yeah (laughs) can i I just sorry katie they kind of, they, you know, that was kind of a subtle way of doing it. Whereas later on in the show, I can't remember what season it is, but they do it, they do an ending where it's literally just them dancing to the Ghostbusters and it's like yeah. nothing was yeah. left in that episode. Yeah, that, that was the when uh, they were reading a book of history tales, like, you know, Troy yeah. and Joan of yeah. Arc and all that monarchy. Homer's Odyssey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and oh, like nothing time. is learned in that episode. It's just, yeah. it's just a, it was a filler episode and then they had to end it. So they ended it with Ghostbusters. <laughs> For a filler episode, it was actually so historically accurate. Our classical studies teacher in school actually brought that in, like on video that she recorded. And yeah. oh, wow. I think you're right. I think because yeah. then the Joan of Arc one, they call the Hundred Years War Operation Speedy Revolution, and I've heard that quote <laughs> in many places. You know what? Now after like what eight years after I taught classics, I wish I did that. Yeah. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Just wheeling the big telly on the trolley with the little VHS. Like, yeah, I wish I did that. Yeah, yeah. damn it! Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> it's, it's, funny, it's funny though because, like, I remember, um, I remember when I was in college, I learned that like how like oddly revolutionary the uh, the Wayne's World film was for like just really small things. Like, uh, you know the way they do the thing was like the five, four. Apparently, that's just ev- what's done everywhere in industry now because it's the only way to do the countdown in a fun way. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, that film ch- fundamentally changed the name of a, of a shot type. Um, it used to be called an extra close up, and now it's called the extreme close up because of that film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 One thing I will have to say, actually, um, just just getting back to like really good moments in this. Um, Married, as I said, Itchy Scratchy Marriage is one, is one of my favorite episodes in this. Mm. And it has the most saccharine thing ever put on TV as well. You know, where they do the rewrites and it's like, lemonade. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> I actually, I, Still I'm going to that in the house. at least it's, every week. It's, it's, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Also, quotable. The, the actual, like, the, the quotability of this season, this is when it really picks up. Mm-hmm. You can really start banging them out. And this is going to run up until, uh, I guarantee you, season 11, where we <laughs> we, we actually find quotes because it's going to happen. Yeah. And then it kind of, it kind of peters out then after that. But yeah, prepare for all the quotes, guys, because it's going to happen. <laughs> all right. The podcast is now for what? 10, ep- yeah. 10 more episodes? Just, yeah, 10, 10 more episodes of this, guys. Hour and a half episodes just quoting yeah. Sims. Yeah. Another two and a half months of this, guys. <laughs> so right. like, while we're rounding out the hour before Keen has to go, favorite episodes can favorite episode for everybody Ooh, that's a really really tough question uh i'm actually just gonna have to someone else go i'm gonna look through the list first. all right i have a few prepared so i might as well run through them uh three hours of power birth gets an f um what else do i have here um bart the daredevil uh bart gets hit by a car and um three men in the comic uh, book oh they're good choices yeah yeah 
Oh, so good. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Itchy and Scratchy and Marge. Uh, the way we was is just to wind up Dara. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm the one that says controversial things. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout out to Lisa's substitute. It always gets me like mm. right in the emotions. Oh, and the, the Eighth Commandment as well. I love that, like all of them fighting over the cable and stuff. Oh, and two cars mm. in every garage and three as the Mr. Burns runs for governor one. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. I'll go then. Uh, it's just scratchy and merge. Uh, three ran in a comic book and yeah. by an absolute hair Treehouse of Horror but it's not by much yeah. Okay, so yeah it deserves to be there definitely has, has yeah. be. I think I'm going to go with one fish two fish our brother yeah. Mario Theo oh yeah that's yeah, definitely yeah, a good one I think I really enjoyed Danny, De- it's the- Danny DeVito is excellent like <laughs> yeah Unky Herb and yeah <laughs> Uh, the, the name Itching Scratchy and Marge yeah I'll probably have to give that like that's absolute gold yeah <laughs> yeah I think if, are we doing five roughly five yeah roughly five yeah, yeah I'd how many you feel yeah definitely Treehouse of Horror definitely Itching and Scratchy and Marge definitely Demoxinil the way we was and then probably Truckosaurus because it's yeah. yeah, yeah. How can you how can you not like Truckosaurus? I want a Truckosaurus yeah. spin-off. By the way, actually, keep in keep in mind because they didn't reanimate Truckosaurus. When Truckosaurus <laughs> comes back, it's the same footage they just used again. Yeah. I noticed it was the Simpsons car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Katie, you? Well it's horrible. Their cars are the worst. Pink and orange cars. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad cars. Yeah. Pretty bad cars. Thank God for the Canyon Arrow. Oh, <laughs> Well, we get to the Name Arrow. the car that's four wheel drive, smells like a steak, and seats 35. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Car Endorsed by Cloud. <laughs> Thank you, Kian. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy having that in your head for a second. Whoa, Canyon Arrow. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a warship and deer stricken blind machine. Unexplained fires are a matter for the best line ever. Whenever my mom asks me, like, what happened to this? What happened to that? I just go, unexplained fires are a matter for the courts. And it just, like, gets me out of everything ever. <laughs> the Canyon Arrow is deemed unsuitable for both city and highway driving. <laughs> oh, she's out of her bath. Hello. Oh. oh. Bye. Hey. Oh. <laughs> gonna be Twitch famous. Twitch. Giveaways. And giveaways. Hi, Prince. <laughs> She's been getting lots of phone calls today. She's very popular. Oh, busy schedule. <laughs> right. Sorry for interrupting the flow of things there. No, there's always time for Prim. Always. So, Katie, you're you're. Um. It's it's kind of hard to pick, but I think in no particular order, I'd ha- like you have to put in Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa substitute just because like it's, it just gets you in the feels, yeah. and um, brush with greatness as well. 
Oh yeah, yeah. good choice. Yeah. yeah, good choice. See, it's it's kind of hard. Like no matter where you go, you're gonna pick someone's favorite episode. Yeah. You know, like, I guarantee you, somebody really really likes Prince Charming, or somebody really really likes Old Money. You know, it's like it's tough though because no, like it's good. almost it's almost what you're not picking is the tricky thing. But that's what you want from a season, like. Yeah. But I mean, even Brush with Greatness has so many good quotes. You know, like another triumph. I love it. It's fantastic. It's brilliant. Oh, it's oh, just well, makes you everything. I have to say, guys, this was the best idea ever yeah. to, to do this. Like, I'm really enjoying it. You know, I don't get angry anymore. It's nice. I don't get upset about Simpsons. I don't get upset about Star me Wars. back to a simpler time. It, it's nice, yeah. you know. I don't have to, like, you know, Keen doesn't make me angry about talking about Star Wars. Whoa, whoa. And, and making fun oh, of it. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, called out. Uh, I like, I'm, not, I'm not angry anymore, Keen. <laughs> Keen knows what he does. Right now. What there's, he does. there's not going to be any <laughs> finger pointing here, Dara. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, to be fair, I bring it on myself. I do bring it on myself. But um, okay. So, guys, next week we're going to do season three, which is going to yeah, be brilliant. fun. I really yeah. like season three. Um, we are going to have to probably do Sleepaway Camp at some point because that's just yeah. you guys have to see it. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap this one up? Anime con. Oh yeah, we're doing a convention. Yeah, we are doing a convention this week. Thank you, Lisa. Go for it. So what's what's going on this weekend? We have anime lockdown, anime lockdown convention. Uh, Yeah, called and quarantined. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, That's all the details are up on Facebook and all that kind of good stuff as well. So do check that out. Kick it off. I actually I spotted. If I'm not mistaken, I saw them post on Facebook. Their Discord server is actually open now. Really? Yeah, so like they, they've opened the Discord chat up now. So like, if you want to share, talk. Oh wow, that's open. And oh. then I think all the panels are going to be run through that Discord server as the weekend goes on. Well, we're gonna put a link up to everything from our social media. So go over to Nerd to No Media and check it out on Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Where all the details. Famous are going people on it. They do. Famous they have people on it. They're panels. Yeah, they're they're catch them. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. I don't know how it's going to go because I haven't written the panel yet, but have you written yours yet, Lisa? <laughs> yeah, yes. actually, I mean, not to get too meta on the air, but like, are we just playing the game on Saturday or is there going to be a script or? Oh, there's going to be a script. Okay. There's going to be a script. I'm, I'm um, concerned. <laughs> we're going to talk about that after we go off the air. But guys, thanks for checking us out here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.